the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. More resources available online at jennifer-jackson.org. This is Simply for Women. Yes, it is. Jennifer here. I'm so glad to be with you today. And I have a special guest. Her name is Diane Shepard. Welcome, Diane. Thank you, Jennifer. I appreciate it being on. I'm so excited. We are we are new friends. We're part of a group together, part of a mentoring group together, and just getting to know one another. But today we want to talk about the Lord. We want to talk about all that he's done in your life. And, you know, this is a section of the radio show where we just encourage one another, encourage one another in our faith. We reflect on how God has been good and faithful and also just challenge one another to go forward and to keep growing, keep keep learning, keep moving forward in God. And so that's, that's really our purpose today. And I know that you have a website, personalparables.com, and we want to learn yes. more about that. So why don't you dive in and just share with us, how did you come to know the Lord? Well, I was very fortunate that I had two praying grandmothers. Oh. And for grandmothers out there, I just want to tell you, do not give up praying, even if you don't see your grandchildren very often. I saw my grandparents very rarely, but my grandmothers prayed. Mm. And um, for some reason, I we didn't read the Bible in my home. My parents believed in God, but they didn't really practice um, their faith, uh, and they didn't talk about it. But around 10 years old, I started reading the Bible. And I don't know why, because wow. no one in my family did. <laughs> Hmm. That's but, amazing. Um, Holy, Holy Spirit. It, it was totally. And even though I didn't understand it, I know that God was planting seeds. So around 13, I remember going to a church with my parents, and it was what we would call today probably a New Age church. You know, um, they had a very different kind of belief system. And I remember sitting there thinking, this is not the truth. I don't know what it is, but this is not it. And that's because you were reading your Bible. Yes, exactly. And so even though I didn't understand it, I God was, was planting those seeds of truth. So, you know, by the time I was 15, then I started going to a Young Life group, and that's how I became a believer. Mm. But the seeds had been planted all along. And so I was very ready when I heard about Jesus um, to accept him. And I remember one speaker saying, you will know when you can say five words, my Lord and my God. Hmm. And I remember when I finally could say those five words, it was like a bolt of lightning for me. Wow. I was a good kid. I didn't get in trouble. I did kind of quote all the right things um, as a teenager, but I knew I needed the Lord. Hmm. Yeah. So that that's 
that's kind of how I came to Christ. So um, your grandmothers knew the Lord, but they didn't share it with you before that point? or Neither of them really shared specifically with me, but they were always praying, and I knew that. And I knew they weren't women of faith, even though in my own home, my own home was quite chaotic. My mother was an alcoholic, and, my, and she was um, also mentally ill. So, mm. you know, it was just a chaotic upbringing. And then, you know, my sort of goal was to just keep everything as calm as I could, be a good girl, don't get in trouble. And um, I thought I could just control life that way. What was the most painful part of growing up with a mother that had a mental illness? You know, I think just never knowing what to expect. You know, and, and I didn't really realize that she was mentally ill until much later. Yeah. What I knew was that she was an alcoholic and that we were, my brothers and I were, were left to sin for ourselves. But, you know, when you grow up that way, you don't really think about it being different. Yeah. It just is what it is. So you're on pins and needles because you don't know what to expect and you're kind of raising yourself a little bit. Correct. That's mm-hmm. absolutely correct. You're raising yourself, and so you don't have a lot of points of reference. Yeah. Um, so my my whole goal growing up was to stay out of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just stay out of trouble, and, and all will be good, and at some point I will grow up, and I will be out of this, and I will be able to control my circumstances. Yeah. Of course, we know that's not true, but that's right. it, it seemed like it was. <laughs> so you received the Lord as a high schooler, and how did mm-hmm. you, how did that change your life? Did what, did you see an instant change, or was this gradual? What happened? You know, it was really gradual. I think the instant thing that happened is that I was so excited to tell my best friends about coming to Christ. I was sure they would be excited. And they could not have been less enthusiastic. <laughs> Isn't that so, the truth? Hmm. Yeah, so at 16, entering my junior year, I had no friends suddenly. Um, and that really shocked me. Mm. I, I just couldn't imagine why they would not be interested, but they weren't. So really for the next, I would say, four years into college, I, I really didn't have any Christian friends. Mm. So... I just kept reading my Bible, and then I got when I got into college, I got involved with uh, Campus Crusade for Christ. Oh yeah, which was wonderful, mm-hmm. and that was what really began the foundation of my faith in terms of understanding what Christ had done for me, and um, and then I started going to their Institute of Biblical Studies. And eventually went on staff with Crusade for oh, a couple of years. I didn't realize you were on staff with Crusade. How many years did you say? Oh, for two years. Two years. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. So were yes. you were you in the U.S. or did you go overseas? I was in the U.S. I was actually mm-hmm. at headquarters and I worked with foster children. Oh, wow. Which is not normally what they work with, but there was a call for uh, a need. And so uh, my roommate and I went and lived at a foster home while we were on staff mm-hmm. and helped with the children. Wow. 
So what's the greatest thing that you feel God has helped you to overcome? You know, um, I think in terms of overcoming, I'm not sure I can put it in that reference point because I was one of those kids, and, and really even as an adult, that always tried to do the right thing. But I think the thing that, that made, that he helped me overcome was loss. Mm. Um, because when I was um, about 40, when I was 41, and after I had been married, and really thought that as long as I did everything right, um, my life would be perfect. I was actually sitting in the health department being tested for AIDS. Mm. And AIDS at that time was a death sentence. Um, if you had it, it was a matter of not when, you know, if you would die, but when you would die. And I had two small children at the time, and so it was terrifying. And I think the thing that, you know, that came home to me then was, where am I going to put my faith? Yeah. And am I going to cling to Jesus, or am I going to fall apart? Were you afraid and you that, were going to pass it on to your children? Well, I didn't have AIDS. It turned out I didn't have it, but my husband did. Oh. And so, um, you know, I, it, was, it was terrifying at yeah. the time, I mean, really terrifying. But it also was a point in my life where I realized, okay, you either believe and trust in God or you don't. Wow. So what's it going to be? And I made a conscious decision, a very conscious decision to cling to the Lord. And I can remember when I was in my 20s and I was at this old Bible school, West L.A., my favorite teacher shocked us one day when he shared that his wife had left him right before his graduation uh, from Dallas Theological Seminary. And he said, "Wow, there, there are times when you cling to Jesus for dear life. Yeah. And I never forgot that. And mm-hmm. so when I was sitting there waiting to be tested, and thinking, how did I get here? How did this happen to me? That that comment came back to me, and it was, yes, I am clinging for dear life. Um, mm. Fortunately, I tested negative. So, you know, then there was a whole new series of issues to deal with. You know, would our marriage survive? And um, what, where would we go from here? Well, Diane, we are short on time, and I want to hear on the next show about how did you go through a marriage with someone with AIDS and hang on to the children and how God walked you through that valley, that dark place. And it sounds to me like you surrendered. You really surrendered in that moment while you were being tested to the Lord. So we want to unpack some of that. You have been listening to Simply for Women. I'm Jennifer Jackson. I'm so glad that you are part of this show. I want you to do me a favor and go to jennifer-jackson.org. That's right, jennifer-jackson.org. I have a book for you, a book giveaway. I have three books. And if you'll send me an email and say, hey, Jennifer, send me one of your books. I'm doing a free book giveaway today, so go to jennifer-jackson.org. Send me an email. You've been listening to Simply for Women.
hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.